Hey folks, Andrew Packer here. Welcome to Trading Tips. In the past few videos, we've talked about making some big trades where we buy a call option that could double or triple in value, if not more. That's a powerful tool, but it's one of many tools available to investors big and small. Now, what makes it a powerful tool? It's the fact that we can put up just a little bit of money and potentially make a big return on it. But these types of trades also have a high probability of moving against us, meaning that we may not put up a lot of money relative to it, but we stand to risk losing it all. So today, I want to introduce you to another options trading tool. Rather than make potentially large but inconsistent returns, it's a tool designed to make smaller returns but with a far higher likelihood of the trade playing out in our favor. These are the kinds of smaller trades that can be used to generate money for a variety of projects. That's why I call them gas money trades, but you may also hear the term beer money or something like that. It's just a nice little bit of extra income to get on a regular basis. It won't make you rich overnight, but it will give you steady money over time. But again, that's the point. Knowing how to make money on a regular clockwork basis, even if in small amounts, is a different approach to options investing compared to other trades we've looked at recently, where we've been looking to make big gains at a cost of a low to modest risk. So what's the secret? It's flipping the options market on its side. Remember, when you buy a call option, you're betting on a position to move higher. And when you buy a put option, you're betting on something to fall, like we looked at with volatility in last week's video. But you can also open an options position by selling an option short. Now, why would you do that? Because of the simple fact that most options decline in value to zero over time. They simply bleed out what's called the time premium, and that always goes to zero. Most investors use this knowledge to sell call options on a position they own. So if you own 100 shares of a non-dividend paying company like Facebook, you could sell what are called covered calls against your shares and earn an income on it that you wouldn't necessarily get otherwise. You'd risk being called away on your option if shares traded above the option strike price, but if you use a reasonable time frame and a strike price that makes sense, you could keep pulling money out of this position time and time again. That somewhat covers the trade that I've described so far as a low risk, low return strategy. But there's another way too that's even more fascinating. Now I'm talking about selling a put option. Yes, I get it. A put option sounds bearish in and of itself. But when you sell a put option, what you're really doing is committing to buy shares of a company if they fall to a certain price. And that's a very useful tool indeed. How many times have you thought about buying shares of a company if they only fell just a little bit more? Probably pretty often. And it also probably led to some lost opportunities. What if instead of waiting for that stock to fall another 5%, you could have sold a put option at or near that price and gotten paid waiting for the stock to fall or not? So on paper, selling a put option doesn't sound very exciting. For low volatility stocks, you can expect to get about 1% to 2% returns per month with an at-the-money trade. Now, that may not sound like a lot compared to buying and holding shares of a company, and it may not necessarily look attractive, but since you can sell options without having the full amount of money to cover your trade in a leveraged options account, your returns compared to the amount of capital you need can still get you double digit returns per year. So let's use a real world example. Now I have phone service with AT&T, that's ticker T. It sells right now near its 52 week low around $31 a share. 
Shares pay a dividend of over 6% right now. Now, I can buy enough shares of AT&T so that the annual dividend I get covers my annual phone bill, and that'd be pretty nice. With a few more trades like that, with other things I have in my life, I'd be making enough passive income in stocks to never have to worry about anything again. But that would take a lot of capital. It'd be easier to make a series of short-term put-sale trades on shares instead. So with a current price of just around 31, for instance, I could sell a January 2019 $30 put on the company. Now, as we're filming, such options are going for about $1.05 or $105 per contract. So say that I sell to open this particular option on AT&T. I'm going to immediately get $105 in my account, and I'll be betting that one of two things happen when the options expire in January. Now, if shares of AT&T are over $30, which they probably will be coming off this recent market volatility, then I'm gonna get that $105 per contract just in my pocket. It's a nice little extra little bit of cash and I can walk away happy. Now, if shares are under 30 on the put, however, I'm obligated to buy at 30. But having already made this $105, which goes into my pocket either way on the trade, I'm really getting into shares closer to 29 per share and going forward, I'll get to enjoy the dividend payments and capital appreciation. So as long as you're selling a put option on a company you don't mind owning, this isn't a terrible trade-off. But consider that math for a second. Getting even just a dollar or $100 per contract at a $30 strike price is about a 3.3% return. And that doesn't sound too bad for two months worth of sitting around. After all, anytime you can get at least 1% per month going out on an options trade like this, you're getting an okay return. But even more interestingly, if you have the ability to leverage, you may only need as little as 20% down on this type of trade. So instead of a 3.3% return with $3,000 set aside to buy shares if they go below 30, you'd only need $600. Now that $600 on the $100 is a 16.67% gain. That's far more impressive over the span of just two months. And that's the power of selling a put option. Again, that's just if you wanna get aggressive and use full leverage to get $100 off of about $600. But I'm just looking to make enough money to pay my phone bill every month. You know, I don't need to use that kind of leverage. And I could use a different strike date or a different strike price to get to a number that I'm comfortable with in my pocket right away. So let's use a second example of this kind of gas money trade, this time with an actual play on gasoline with a company in the oil industry. Now, oil prices have slid in recent weeks as we've come off the summer driving season, but if you work for a living, chances are you really can't cut back entirely on your gas purchases. So wouldn't it be nice to make an extra 50 or $100 a month to cover that cost? Of course it would and with put selling, you can make it happen. This time, let's look at ExxonMobil, ticker XOM. It's another high yielding company where you could try to buy enough shares to cover your gas purchases indefinitely, or you could just sell a put option when shares have taken a short term hit like they have now. So looking forward just one month to mid-December, the 14th specifically, the 80-50 put options are currently trading around $1.85 or $1.85 per contract. Now this may vary a little bit, depending on when you're viewing this video, but an extra $185 a month just for selling to open this contract and immediately getting that collected in your pocket is amazing. And again, if shares are over 80-50 on that put option in mid-December, you walk away on that $185 without any further commitment on your part. 
Now, if shares are under that strike price of 80.50, you may end up owning shares, but at $1.85, you're gonna get in at under $79, which is a very good price compared to where shares have been trading in this past year. And of course, you can also buy to close a contract earlier as well. You don't have to wait until expiration when selling a put option or even buying an option. So if you know that a company's earnings are coming up, for example, and you sold an option that has 10 cents left on a $2 contract originally, you can just take that tail risk off the table and make a different type of trade instead. Now, options contracts with shorter time periods, typically below 90 days, tend to see this time premium decline the fastest. And that's sort of the opposite of some of the long call trades that we've done in prior videos where the time premium is only gradual at first before ramping up. In this ExxonMobil example, however, selling the options puts this declining premium on our side. As with the AT&T trade, the returns don't sound too good at first. $185 on $8,050 is just 2.3%. But for a month away, that still isn't that bad. And that more than covers the gas costs of my SUV for a month. But think about it even further than just one trade. If you can make this kind of trade every month, you'll make a much more attractive 27.5% per year. Being able to pay for your annual gas costs with only $8,050 in unleveraged capital in this trade. Or if you use full leverage, as little as $1,610, which is a huge opportunity. Now, if this all sounds a bit much, I understand. I've been there too. But don't worry about starting these kinds of trades with leverage. Get started first by finding some great companies that you wouldn't mind owning at the right price and consider selling put options against them rather than selling shares outright. While the returns may not be as potentially great as buying a call, this strategy can be on par with buying stocks even if you don't use leverage as I've just shown. These kinds of gas money trades are a huge opportunity to improve your portfolio returns contained in a small package. And it's a way to think about not just your investment portfolio, but where your money goes out and how you can sort of earn it back from the companies that earn it from you in the first place. But just remember, once again, only use this strategy on companies you don't mind owning, possibly for the long haul. There's a chance of being put shares of a company using this strategy, especially during times of extreme sell-offs in the market like the one that we had just last week. While it may seem harrowing to be adding shares during a downturn, I found that selling put options means that I'm getting into shares of a company just before they turn around. That changes the game from a gas money trade into one that can make even bigger returns over time, especially if you later turn around and sell covered calls, a topic we'll discuss in a later video. So done right, put selling is a risk well worth taking, as with some of the other option strategies that we've looked at already. And speaking of, we started off this series talking about just buying call options on companies very likely to bounce. One of the first companies we talked about was Tilray, a Canadian pot stock company. And following the U.S. midterm elections where a few more states decided to legalize marijuana, shares of Tilray are up about 40% from when we first did this video, video series just a few weeks ago. So imagine that, putting a small amount of money and making a big return. And remember, when we did the Tilray trade, we were looking out to January 2020 to give ourselves 14 months for that trade to play out. That just goes to show that you never know what's gonna happen in the market, so you know, give yourself that margin of safety. Give yourself time for trades to play out, especially when going on the long side, buying a call or put option. Well, that'll wrap things up for this week. Thanks for joining us at Trading Tips. I'm Andrew Packer, wishing you good trading and good financial health.